everybody. Welcome to Read This, Read That. I'm Jackie Reed. I'm Joanne Reed. Cousin, what's up? We were off for Thanksgiving. Yes. So full. I'm so full. So full. Full of food. Uh, yes. Um. So how are you doing? I'm doing very well. So I, you know, I backslid on my vegan thing because for Thanksgiving, mm. my mm. I had mm. to bring curry mm. chicken and rice and peas, which mm. meant that I had to slay a poor little innocent chicken and cut him up in pieces and curry him, which I did mm. for the family. Mm. And mm. I had to taste a little of it. So I feel like kind of a cannibal <laughs> um, and taste, you know, a little bit of the stuff they made. There was a jerk salmon. I had to try a little bit of it. Oh, the poor fish. The poor fish died. Poor for Dora. Her. Poor Dora. <laughs> Dory. <laughs> Dory. Dory. <laughs> Dory just keeps swimming. Just keeps swimming. <laughs> Poor Dory. So I did that, but it was a great Thanksgiving. It was difficult because it was at my cousin's house. And it was the first Thanksgiving without my cousin that passed. Yeah. So we all had to get past that. But we all, you know, rallied around her. And I thought it was great that we could all be with her, be with the family. It's great to be with the family on Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? Well... <laughs> well, how was your vegan Thanksgiving? Did you have any food? Is there any food at let all? Let me tell you what I had for my vegan Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, my cousin, whose husband is vegan, and she also has, she cooks a lot of great vegan food. Let me tell you what she made for me. Okay. She made um, candied yams, mm-hmm. which were delicious. Yum. She made a stuffing with a gravy. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Mm-hmm. She made collard greens. Mm. Delicious. Yummy. Uh, she made a pasta salad. Okay. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else does she make for me? There's something I'm forgetting. Where's macaroni, the protein? Macaroni and cheese. With vegan cheese. Yes, with vegan cheese. Okay. All vegan, all delicious. What is vegan cheese? Is it like a peanut? It's like made out of shred? nuts. Some people make it out of soy. Okay. Some people make it out of nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, But it was delicious. Okay. Delicious. Oh, quite, quite. Yeah, it was great. But let me tell you, um, because I was the only vegan there. Yeah. And I was helping to set the table. Yeah. So my aunt decided, she lives in a townhouse, you know, several floor, multi-level. And so the kitchen is on the the mid-level. Right. And the the dining room is down one flight. That's where she was serving because there were so many people. Right. So she asked me if I would take the ribs that she had cooked. The down, carcass. Down, yes. The, the scene of the crime. The body. The animals. The yeah, body. The, yes. The souls. The yes. living souls. If I would take them downstairs. Mm-hmm. And as I was carrying the ribs downstairs. Did it talk to you? Girl, Did it say, save me? No. Uncook me. It said, drop me. <laughs> I dropped you a dropped platter full of ribs. What? On the staircase. And so my cousin saw. She was right. She was like like down like we were facing each other because we were talking and I turned to her mom and I got the ribs and I turned back and plop her mom didn't see him drop oh my and God. the stairs are covered there's like a wall so nobody could see but the two of us oh you did not and put them things back on the plate let me tell you ribs. what I did no you didn't <laughs> tell you what I did five second rule right there's no five second rule for I ribs said, on a carpet I said stair. let's pick them up and put them back on the platter no you did because I was like if my aunt doesn't see nobody would see so let me tell you let me tell you what I did. <laughs> You're such a jerk. If you got carbon you fibers in your lungs wait, this morning, wait. you were at Jackie Reed's Thanksgiving. I'm so sorry. Let me tell you what I did. I thought about that because it was carpet. And carpet stairs. fibers in your lungs. Wait. Lame Jackie. Listen, Reed. Listen. So. I ran to the kitchen. My aunt was busy doing so many things. She didn't even notice. And when she left the kitchen, girl, I went to the sink. I ran some water. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen. 
and I rinsed off each of those ribs. You rinsed all the seasoning and spice off No, them. wait, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. So I rinsed them off, and I said to her when she came back in the kitchen, because she, I hid the How ribs. is your life real life? Listen. How is it real? Listen. I'm like, oh, you know, I had Thanksgiving with the family, and you're like, I rinsed off the carpet fibers <laughs> off the ribs. Listen. So I rinsed them off, and when she wasn't looking, I said, I was like, auntie, did you? Is there a pan that you cook these in? Because I was thinking I'll put them back in the pan. <laughs> and she said, no, no, I already rinsed that. I was like, okay, no problem. She went back out of the kitchen. Girl, I got some seasonings out of the cupboard. I was just grabbing, just grabbing stuff because I had to do it quick because I didn't want her to know. So I got to put some in, in the foil. <laughs> got some spice. And I put them in the oven. Girl, turn the oven back on. And I just, girl, I said, I just, I just said, now it's in your hands, Lord. <laughs> it's in your it's hands, your Lord. Hands. But she had a whole other platter that wow. was barbecue. These were not barbecue. These were just plain <laughs> ribs. <laughs> so it's not like People I had some counterfeit ass <laughs> ribs. And Jack, they Jack were cooked. Ruins. Some counterfeit ass they carbon fiber ribs. They were cooked. There are people coughing like a cat coughing up our hairball this morning. And they don't even know why. They don't even know why. Happy Thanksgiving. Lord, bless this hater. Vegan ass haters ruining your ribs. Vegan ass haters at your Thanksgiving putting carpet fibers in your ribs. Girl, listen. And then throwing some seasoned salt, some Lowry seasoned salt on it. Like that fixes it. Girl, there might have been some cumin in there. I was like, let me just let me just try to cover the food. Let me just just think. I was just grabbing And stuff. during the prayer, people thinking they wow, she's so devout. Little please. Please, Jesus. Don't let nobody know. Don't let nobody know. She's not devout. She ruined the ribs. <laughs> I put them back in the oven so the germs were cooked off. I turned, they cooked again. Oh my God. Listen, oh. is there a five second ruler? Is there a five second rule? There is not. No. <laughs> not with carpet. No. No. What's the difference? I am, I am horrified by Girl, this story. Listen, I'm horrified. A lot of people don't even have ribs. <laughs> you better be thankful. You put aside the starving people <laughs> in the third world. They may be willing to eat carbon fiber ribs. I'm not sure that goes for the people at your Thanksgiving. I'm not sure. They were I'm not sure. <laughs> well, they are Everybody now. was happy. Surprise! <laughs> Everybody was at Jackie's house. Like, These don't. ribs taste fresh. What is happening? Something. It's something. What you put in my, there? What you put in there, Auntie? It's like I a little something different. Put my this finger year. on it. Tastes like feet. Tastes like Berber. <laughs> Reminds me of Berber. <laughs> Berber carpet. Listen. That's why you don't have carpet in your house. This is why I had vegan food. I didn't eat any ribs. And you safely eating the vegan food like, mm, this is delicious. Girl, I went My food's fine. My food's fine. That's some vegan ass haterism. I was looking over. Mm. That's some vegan ass haterism. You <laughs> wanted them ribs to be ruined. Right. I did not. You did. It's not true. Psychologically, you wanted those ribs. Oh, my God. You wanted those ribs to die. Uh, not They were true. already dead. <laughs> I mean, it's dead already. Damn. Listen. <laughs> Kill it the, again. If that Thanksgiving, the serving of those ribs, <laughs> turn some people off from eating meat, then 
what am I? Who am the I? The ghost to say? of that pig is like, bless you, my child. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. ruining the experience Thank you. of eating me. God was like, well done. <laughs> Good and faithful <laughs> servant. Faithful servant. <laughs> <laughs> Enter in the joy of the Lord. That was well Now done. you're going to never eat in my house. <laughs> I, well, I don't have carpet. Near you. No. I don't have carpet. Now I know you'll sabotage my, my like steak. Uh, that's not true. Well, there'll be no steak served in my home. <laughs> Never, <laughs> never. I told you I had. I went back to vegetarian though because I, I couldn't do the vegan. I couldn't do it. I don't know how hard. I, I mean, you That's ignored hard. the tweet that I sent you. I, no, I did. I didn't see it. I wasn't on Twitter. <laughs> I sent that it to moment. you yesterday. Okay, I'm gonna go back and. Find and it. I know you were having hair issues, which we'll talk Ooh. about in a minute. <laughs> um, so maybe you couldn't. You were too, you know, too busy getting my dealing hair dealing with some drama. Because I'm going to Africa. I'm finally going to go to the motherland. I'm so excited. Love, so in preparation for this trip, you decided to get your hair. Wait, let me give a shout out to, uh, should we shout out our we wine? We should. We should. Our, we have um, Prosecco. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Creed. Creed Prosecco. From, yeah, Creed from Prosecco. The There's wonderful a lot Morel of foreign names shop. on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we got it from Morel's and we paid $52 for this It better bottle. be good. It was really expensive. It was really expensive. But, you know. We had to do it. It is what it do. is. It yeah. is good. It's tasty. Yeah. So, Joanne, you yes. have a nice, beautiful hairdo in preparation for your trip to South Africa. I do. And we have to figure out what we're doing next week because I'm going to be in South Africa next Thursday. I'm going to have to call you. I know. That would be fabulous. I might call you from South Africa. So, I am going to South Africa. Um, this is a trip I've always wanted to make uh, when my you know my father was alive he worked in South Africa his whole career he was from the Congo but his job was in the mining industry mm. so he pretty much worked in South Africa my whole life growing up during apartheid so he would call us from a satellite phone from South Africa and we're like how are you free to walk around as a black person but as a black Congolese it, the rules were different than they were for black South Africans so he lived freely and worked there his whole career um, and even when he passed away, he was still mostly working in South Africa. So his very best friend is the Congolese ambassador to South Africa. Ah. So we're going to be seeing him. We're going to spend some time with him. I got to spend time with him when Global Citizen was here in New York. And now Global Citizen is going to be there. Okay. So we're going to the Global Citizen Festival, Jason right. and I. It's going to be really amazing. And Beyonce, Jay-Z, Oprah Winfrey. Um, it's going to be amazing. Um, I need you to take pictures with everybody. I'm going to try to take pictures with everyone. And invite everybody to come Trevor on our Noah, podcast. We'll try to invite everyone to come on. Yes. It's going to be at Sheeran. It's just like a star-studded event. Okay, but your hair. So, so in preparation, <laughs> now whenever I travel, I don't know if you do this, Jackie, but whenever I travel, I always try to get my hair braided. Yeah. Uh-uh. Because I, I'm not a hair person. You know I struggle with my hair. I know, but You've braids You've been through hurt. the struggles with me. Braids, braids hurt. hurt. But they're easy. I don't have to do my hair. I can wake up in the morning, I wrap it, I get up and go. So whenever I travel, I always get travel braids. Yeah. When I went to Cuba, I got travel braids. Always get travel braids. So I'm in Maryland, and I was like, okay, I got to get my travel braids. I took a whole day off. Wednesday to devote to getting my hair braided. Right. But the last minute I blinked. My hairstylist had a different idea that was something not braids. And it was mm-hmm. like a curly kind of Shirley crochet Temple. Look. It was like a black Shirley Temple. Right. Thing. And I think on someone else it would have been cute, but I think it didn't go with me. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so we, we we decided to snatch back from the braids. I literally sat up last night, watched the Rachel Maddow show. And took and out took what she out did. The crochet. Because after you sent me a photograph saying so first of all, you were the <laughs> nicest one. I sent you a photograph and you went, I need to see that in person. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Customer number two, my daughter, our friend, your little friend. Yeah, don't she say said, her name. Well, it's giving me Shirley Temple. See? I don't know. Maybe it could be cool, but she tried to be diplomatic. On the good ship. <laughs> okay. Lolly. Her little brother, the middle one, was like, I guess it could be cool. Just depends. He was, you know, he's always trying to be nice. 
the baby, Miles, Mr. Shout out my Instagram, Miles, because he doesn't mind me saying his name because he wants me to shout out his Instagram. <laughs> I called him I called him on FaceTime and he just laughed for 10 continuous minutes. <laughs> so I was like, okay. <laughs> Jason's trying to be diplomatic, didn't want to say anything. So, you know, and, and I love my first of all, I love my hairstyle. She's one of the best people ever. I I'm adore sure her. She is. And she does a great job. It just this wasn't for me. So I ended up taking it out and then I went to That's diplomatic. I went to an African braider, which is probably fitting since I'm going to Africa. No. And there are black people that can do braids. She, she's, you know, and she that did an a fabulous job. She did. I yes. love your hair. So I have a little updo, and it's going to be a little shocking to people who are not used to seeing my full forehead. But oh, I but got all so my cute. forehead happening. And, uh, and this is going to be my look, and I have to do some on air. So I'm just warning people who watch AM Joy, we're going to do a special. So part of what we're doing at Global Citizen is myself and Reverend Al Sharpton will be there. We've got a couple things we're doing on stage, mm-hmm. and we're also interviewing some people backstage. So y'all going to see a different look I'm gonna I'm going to be wearing my African look I'm going to be a completely different person you're going to love it I love it I want you to come <laughs> back to the states and yes. wear this hairstyle on air some, every once in a while I'm have some big earrings oh I have be, some big uh, earrings you should take with you oh I should I'm gonna have, I have some these fabulous really earrings. big earrings I'll take them yeah I have a couple of hair that yes. are just huge and gorgeous lay them on me yes because the hairdo is fabulous it's a cute little updo it's very divine I like it it's very regal if I ever get married, I think I'm going to do my hair like that. That would be fly. I and love see, you it. have a normal size forehead, so it would actually look <laughs> good on you. Hairy. I have like an eight head. You do not. I do. When I was in high school, I always wore my hair pulled back, uh-huh. right? I always wore my hair like Chardet. I was used to make fun of me and say I had like a Chardet forehead because she has, has a big forehead. And so that would be people's sort of joke that I had a Chardet forehead. <laughs> but I didn't care because it was easy and I don't know how to do hair. I literally don't know how to do well, hair. Well, now you don't have to. You just have to brush. This is beautiful. Take a little I can toothbrush do it. with you, some oil. Honey, when I went to Cuba, I woke up in the morning, I walked around, and I kept on moving out the door. Do I didn't you have wrap to do my it up hair. at night? How do you keep it neat? You, right. So she put this, first of all, whatever she put in my hair, this cooling, del- wonderful gel, mm-hmm. she just put it in there to keep it laid down. Okay. All I have to do is take my little wrap, wrap it around, it velcros in the front, it keeps this flat. All I have to do is keep the, the, the around flat so that the little braids don't start to unravel so it doesn't look all frayed and crazy right. like I've been rolling around in the yeah. grass. Um, as long as I keep the, it all flat, I'm good. Well, the top yeah. is a bun. Let me ask you this. Since since you're married, do you um, go to bed with like a scarf on your head sure and do. stuff like that? You do? Yeah, better love it. You better love it. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you, I'm like that show Atlanta. It's like, learn to love it. I am wearing this head wrap. If you don't like a head wrap on your woman, then I'm sorry, but I'm not the woman for you because I got to have my head wrap because my hair's not going to look crazy in the morning. I don't know how to do hair. Hashtag sometimes there's rollers under it. Boom. Oh my God. Listen. I used to wear big rollers, head wrap, Scarf everything. <laughs> and he just have to learn to love it. Learn to love it. <laughs> and he loves you, so he, he loves, loves right. it. It's like, listen, I'm not going to bed. You know, I used to have a boyfriend in college. Can I just tell you real quick? Yes, please. Who, this boyfriend was very cute. Like, this is what I, he was, you know, so I was always very insecure about looking, you know, always looking cute in the personal car. So I would have my hair in rollers and take all the rollers out of my hair just because this person was coming over. That's oh. like, this is dumb. When I finally broke up with this dude, I'm like, why am I doing all this? Uh, Why am I getting myself all crazy and gussied up for, for some dude? I did that with this guy who snored. <gasps> and he used to come over to me. He used to sleep at my apartment all the time, right? right? And he snored so badly that I used to get up out of my bed where no. I was paying, crazy. you know, rent crazy. and go and sleep on my couch. That's crazy. 
crazy. How crazy is that? This is what I'm saying. Oh, what I do we so do with these dudes? Stupid. No, I was so stupid. This, that, that, that was like a last straw. I was like, I will never have another relationship like this where I'm running because I know the person is on their yeah. way over yeah. to get myself all gussied up. For what? For what? Love me in my head rag and my rollers and be whatever's you. happening. This is why I will never, ever be with someone who snores. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's because of that relationship. I yeah. cannot do you it. You can't do it. Just because I over. felt like I just gave up so much of myself. <laughs> right. And it's just like, you're snoring. Get out. Get out. You Get leave. Get the fuck out. Get out. Get <laughs> out. Like Listen. they said it all to the house. Get out. Come back. Come back to me. Baby. So our guest today, we've already been talking about her a little bit because we both love and admire her so much. Yes. Judith Jamison. Yes. Not Jamison, but Jamison. Do it right. Okay. Doesn't matter. Pronounce it. Doesn't Do matter. you not care? Uncle said Jamison, father's brother. Uh-huh. Father said Jamison. Oh. What do you say you know, when you Jamison. introduce yourself? Yeah, it's easier. Jamison. Then it's Jamison. Ham. You know, That's ham. what I always correct people. Ham. I was yeah, like, it's Jamison. Gonna... So, <clears throat> I, I, I say all the time that she needs no introduction. No. She's best known for her work with Alvin Ailey, of course, you know, as one of the premier dancers there. Then as the artistic director, she's won numerous awards. And muse. She's been on Broadway. She's had her own, you know, uh, dance company. She's done so many amazing things, and she continues to do amazing things. She is a legend. She is a national treasure. She is my soror. The one and only Judith James. Hi. Hi. It's so nice to be with you. It's so both great to you have you at here. At the same time. This is a double whammy. I know. We <laughs> wow. are play cousins. And yes. you and you braved the Christmas tree mayhem. God bless. Because it's traffic out there. It's a lot of people. It's not really bad. What what took oh, us really? so long was inside the building. We got directed to the wrong direction. Oh yeah. no. And so we've been walking like a quarter of a mile maybe. So you to walked to the you. entire block. We did. Because it's almost like a half a block this, <laughs> it is. this building. But what a beautiful building. It is. You know I love this building. And but and when, uh, I have to say that you know we knew that Miss Jamison was here because people from who I know from the third floor right. or from the seventh floor came, came running up. saying you know because you know Everybody knows who you are. Yes. And they were like, where should we bring her? What should we do? <laughs> it was like this whole, the queen is coming. Yes. The queen is coming. Queen. <laughs> it really was. So welcome. You're even in purple. Regal well, royal purple. This was, this was Alvin's favorite color. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love My that. favorite color too, but yes. Well, you look beautiful. Wasn't that gala something last Let's talk night? about the, the gala celebrating the 60th anniversary of Alvin That's Ellie. amazing. It in was and of incredible itself. last night. But you know who I'm thinking about right now? Who? The light that came up slowly on Miss Cicely Tyson when she was dressed completely in white. Oh. She looked like an angel. And Mr. Battle choreographed a solo oh. in, in honor of Mr. Ailey. Yeah. And she was sitting on one side of the stage after she had told us her relationship with Alvin. Yeah. Which was Really deep. It there was, were a lot I of never knew that, that information. Know, like plays that they were in together, yeah. and how she supported him all his life, and he her, and then exactly, and then to have her sit out on that stage, and she looked like an angel. She did. She looked. She looked fabulous yeah. as usual. You know, Miss Tyson. Yeah, is. she's amazing. And she she related these stories, and then she introduced the solo, and her light dimmed slightly, and the dancer came out, and if you know. um Sinead turns, it's hard to say what a Sinead turn is, but you, you're turning constantly, making wow. space around the stage yep. with your arms out at the side. Very, very, very hard thing to do. And this young man named Shalva, who's just an amazing dancer in the, mm -hmm. in the Ely Company, 
uh, circled the stage and then started more of the dance. And it was over in about four minutes. Mm -hmm. But, oh, what a moment in time to honor Alvin Ailey. It we was the only photograph that. from last night because when I'm at performances that like like that, I never, of course, want to take out my camera. You did. But I did had you? To, I had, you did? I did. Ooh. I'm sorry. But it's the only picture <laughs> that I posted on my social. I didn't flash and I just took... Uh, about 12 fo it's, it's you know, okay. pictures, okay. and I posted it, but it was such a stunning moment. We're in the back of the house, you yeah. know, the, the crew and yeah, you know, yeah. the artistic directors and all that. So we're looking at audience members knowing they should have those <laughs> phones up. Oh, so you saw going us. Going like this. Everybody was see, everyone Everybody there. couldn't help. Themselves. Even I was sitting right behind Soledad O'Brien, and I'm not certain, but well, I think Soledad I may have seen. There. I think she took a picture. No, I'm just teasing. I don't know if she did or didn't. <laughs> no, I'm but looking I didn't up yours right now. Look. I didn't know she was there. Look at that. Look. Oh, 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 that's beautiful. She was sitting down. She had on that's all gorgeous. white. All white with a, a white sequined like yes. skull cap. Oh, that's beautiful. Stunning. Ooh. It was stunning, but wow. everything. I mean, the performance of Revelations with the live singers. Yes. Lettucey, Kenny Lattimore. I'm not sure who the opera singer was. She was incredible. There were some, but Kenny Lattimore for me, and Let I love Lettucey too, but Kenny just, I don't know. We talked to him after um, at the gala mm. dinner, and he was saying that he felt like there was just this moment, like he was in a zone because he had a deep prayer before he went out and performed oh, yes. this. What yes. song was it that he prepared? I you know, sang. I can't remember. It was like, it was, it was in. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Last night was just... Oh. That's magical. He, the dancers lifted us. He lifted us. The singers know, Lifting did. Alvin. Yeah. It was amazing. Kenny, Mr. Lattimore, had done this, as he reminded me, because he's always my first request, when they say, <laughs> who, sh who should sing I Want to Be Ready? And Kenny is always that, that name on it. And, and they still ask me about yeah. things like that, even though I'm retired. Mm -hmm. But they still ask me. So... I said Kenny, and when he was out on that stage, and I realized that after he told me, 40th anniversary, 45th anniversary, he sang for us. Mm -hmm. Now 60th. Now 60th. Wow. With the same pipes. I mean, his voice is, and what he, yeah, he needed prayer to do that. Mm. He's been praying all his life because he he's been, sound, been. Yeah. sounding like that. Can you talk about just the, the legacy of Alvin Ailey? Because, it, it, you know, just for me as a kid watching Revelations, it was the first time I ever really sort of paid attention to dance. You know, I took ballet like most of girls you, took it. You we did. didn't really want to. Ooh. Right? Your mom made you do it. And right. then I remember being home watching PBS Channel 13 in mm. Denver, Colorado. Mm. And this thing came on. And rather than what we normally would watch, you know, we used to go see ballet, the Denver Ballet Theater, mm -hmm. and it was always white people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I turn on PBS, and it's black people. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, those are all black people. And it was, I was just riveted to it. And that was the first time I saw Revelations, mm -hmm. was seeing all these black people, and they weren't dancing to just typical classical music. It was just hypnotic for a lot. Of, and I think for a lot of people had that experience. Just talk, you, you too. No, oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. My first experience actually it was with the woman that you saw Alvin dancing with on the screen, and that's the great Carmen de Lavalade, who yes. is one of my mentors, She's right? Amazing. And so um, they had toured together with the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater, and to see her on the screen, there, there's, um, um, a, a, in the beginning of each program, there are screens with like almost holographic, uh, images of Mr. Alien dancers and people who've been through the company and it's just a marvelous thing to watch. But when I first saw Revelations, 
I saw Mr. Ailey dance it in, in 1963, and that was one of the last years that he danced wow. in his own company, right? right? And um, I remember I was at the University of the Arts in Philadelphia, and you have improvisation classes, you know, and we all went in there imitating everything that we saw the night before mm. because we were so, we were so influenced by the movement quality also, the black kids in the studio and in the school were going like, wow, you know, like, wow, and yes. And I started studying a technique that the company is famous for that Mr. Ailey studied with Lester Horton out in California. And I started studying that technique right away mm. when I saw that because I wanted to know how to do what I saw. I wanted to know how to do it well, yeah. you know be fantastic and that's the same thing that's holding up the company now yeah the excellence of the dancers the beauty of the dancers which is what he says in this film the intelligence the creativity um their understanding of their truth and how it always has to be lifted up he said it's not about him it's about you and mm -hmm. he met us because he was more interested in the dancer as a human being then, yes, you can do this wonderful thing. Right. But who are you? Why are you on stage in the first place? What do you have to tell me? Well, talk about, because a lot of people do not know. They think that um, the dance that comes from the Alvin Alley, Alvin Ailey American Dance Company or Dance Theater is simply the, the principal dancers that you see. It is not. But there's so much outreach through Ailey Extension, Ailey too. I mean, talk about all of Ailey Camp, all of those things, because as you told me before, Alvin Ailey believed that everybody, anyone who wanted to dance could dance. Yeah. And so he brings it to the community. He said, dance came for the people and should be delivered back to the people. And we're delivering. But the paradigm for the company has always been, since he had the first performances, is that you reach out to everybody in the communities that you live in, the communities that you go to. And if people are not interested in dance, you make sure that you teach them, that you educate. Tell them something that they didn't know yeah. about what it is to be a human being that dances. You yeah. know, that's That was the... The formula, you know, that's mm -hmm. that's what he thought of that separates this company from other companies because it's the person first. And then, of course, the excellence and the love of what you're doing and keep it a sense of humor. Yeah. Because yeah. he had a great sense of humor. Yeah, and so do you. And he was brilliant. I yeah. mean, we've been doing Revelation since 1960. That's amazing. Yeah. It's hard to believe, right? And you know? every time I see it, it is like the first time. Oh, it absolutely. takes my breath away every time mm -hmm. I see it and it moves me to tears. But there was a young man that spoke last night at the gala before was the performances. He was incredible. And he talked about, I can't remember where he grew up, but he was a young man. And he talked about how in middle school, the Alvin Ailey Theater, you know, they, the dancers came to his school and he said he was going to play football or basketball. He never even thought about dancing. Mm -hmm. But because of what he saw, mm -hmm. it made him want to pursue dance. And now he's wow. part of the company. Wow. He would have never, he said he had never seen anything like it. Yeah. And it's just like he never even thought it was an option. And now he's, I, I wish I could remember his name, but he was in Christopher. incredible. Christopher. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Christopher's last name, Taylor. Christopher, Christopher Taylor. Taylor. He is now a scholarship student ah, at Ailey. Okay. Wow. Was he fabulous speaking? Let me tell you. But, the, but you know what was really fabulous also? His story. Yes. You know, that, that, you know, and he's from Newark. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's where he's from. Uh -huh. Okay. 
that um, Robert's story is similar. There are a lot of Robert stories Battle. That, yes, Robert the Battle, artistic the artistic director, director now, yeah, are similar. He From saw Liberty the company City. exactly. Yep. Liberty City. Our Liberty, mm. We call it our Liberty, Liberty City, Florida. Liberty City guys. Do you know how many people are from Liberty City that have made Moonlight? Uh, right. Right. And this is this is a suburb of my. It's a part of Miami that is very impoverished, <gasps> very tough town. It's where the riots took place. They had riots in '68 and in '89, I believe, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. after the uh, p- two police-involved uh, shootings. Mm-hmm. So they had a major riot there, where you can still see the scars of it. So if you're from Liberty City, you've you've been through a little bit of something, and you made it out of. But then to return to and give back, yeah, that's always been the mantra of Ailey. Yeah, always, always, can, always. We were talking a little bit before we started about South Africa. So I'm on my way to South Africa. I'm yeah. leaving in the morning. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about going to South Africa both in the 1960s? I mean, that Ailey actually traveled to South Africa in the 60s and then when Mon- Mandela was released, no? you you telling me something. I didn't know he oh, was going they? to South Africa. Oh, I didn't know. To Africa, Just to Africa. Yes. Oh, not to South yeah. Africa. I'm, okay. I'm, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna get it I'm wrong. pausing here because <laughs> I'm checking with our, our wonderful Christopher Zunner who's been... The head of PR we love Christopher. Been, love Christopher. been with us for the last 39 years or something. I mean, something ridiculous, but people love Al, so they stay here. Yeah. But the point is that we when we went there first, 2000, and, what was that? 90, South, Africa. South Africa, 97, because that's where you're on your way to. Yes. When we went there the first time, we were waiting. I was waiting for Mandela's release mm-hmm. before I even touched territory there. Right. One thing that was very interesting, though, publicity-wise, is that when we went there, um, they, they, the publicity wanted to steer from our country, wanted to steer the publicity like, we're home, where our brothers and sisters are here, blah, 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 as if on the continent of Africa, we could go to South Africa and right. all of a sudden we'd be home. Right. And the closest thing that I saw to home from going to Africa the first time or the second time was in Ghana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it looked like your cousin is walking down Many the street. Many more people you know? from the Americas oh came goodness. from Ghana. Yeah. But in any yeah. event, that was a cherished moment. To You know, when you get off that plane, you wish you could take everybody with you. So you could smell, you could taste, you can sense. It's Your palate is different. Your visual is different. It doesn't look like anything here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And... For people to experience that, I mean, if you go to Italy, everybody's telling you, you know, well, you got to taste this, and you got to go there, and you go to there. Well, guess it's the whole continent. Yeah, you know, and you got all these countries to go to that have been smushed together to call them a country, and you, for instance, in the ballet cry, right, the, mm-hmm. the solo that mm-hmm. Alvin made for yeah. me in 1971. Mm-hmm. One of the steps out of cry came from Congo. You know, directly from Congo, you <laughs> yeah. know. So it's it, it's like, um, I don't know, it's like you're taking a, a new shower or something and all these things are washing over you at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you do have a revelation. Yeah. It really is eye-opening. Your, your olfactories are going crazy. You know, your sight, everything you see, feel, and hear, and touch, and talk and listen to people and watch. And it's the most magnificent experience to go home. Mm. You know, yeah, it it's so true. So I want to ask you this, because speaking of Africa, you know, a big part of um, 
the choreography and, and what is Alvin Ailey, you know, comes from Africa, come from African American and, and other cultures as well, oh, yeah. but primarily those. And I just wonder, and I've asked you this before, but I want our audience to hear your response to this. Yeah. Was there ever a thought to call it the uh, Alvin <laughs> Ailey African American dance Well, number theater. one in 1958 and nobody was calling nothing African American. <laughs> right. Right. So forget that. But he wanted to say American on purpose because of the turmoil that goes on in our country. Mm. And he wanted to make sure that you knew that these, this multicultural company, because we have people from everywhere All in over the, the country, world. and that these people are representing the finer things of the United States of America. We are Americans. You know, mm-hmm. that was the whole idea. Yeah. One, it wasn't to cover anything. It wasn't to say, oh, no, we, we're not this or we're not this. We were, he was saying, we are this. And we are representing our country proudly. Now watch. Mm. That's yeah. what it was about. Yeah. And it was the love of the craft, you know, that Alvin had to wake up black every day. What is new about that, you know? Mm-hmm. But being recognized as an artist, as a true artist, you know what I'm saying? And being able to play houses all over the world. This company is more traveled than any other company. Yeah. You know, more traveled, been more places. Stories I tell people now, they don't believe I've been to some of the places I've been to. But the company is still doing that and still spreading the word about, yes, our beauty, but our beauty as human beings, our universality of loving what we're doing and being excellent at our at our craft, which mm-hmm. is what we were talking about earlier. Right. And in that, the 75 ballets that he created, which he explains in the, in the uh, wonderful, what's the name of the film? Becoming Ailey, mm-hmm. that shows before each performance. He, he explains, you know, he said, this, is, this isn't about me. This is about you. You know, you came to the theater. I'm here to show you something about yourself. So as human beings, you know, that's why revelations can still be done low these many years anywhere in the world. Yeah. And people have the same response. His genius, yes, but his truth. He's telling the truth, yeah. you know, about living, what it's like to be an African-American person and living under, you know, the trials and tribulations and triumphs that we have survived low these many years and are continuing to survive. Five and continuing to create and make new things that people steal all the time, but make new things constantly create. You know, you wonder why I'm going off now. Wait, you wonder why, you know, young people sometimes don't understand. They, they don't want to listen to jazz or they don't want to back up on their history. Guess what? Part of that, and it's our responsibility to, to lay it in front of them so they understand where they came from. Sankofa and all that, but part of that is because they're constantly creating. We're constantly creating. We're constantly mm. making new things, you know, mm. that people love. Yes, and so they borrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. they love, and then we've left it, and we're on to the next on thing. To the next. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, constantly huh. that creativity. And Mr. Ellie wanted to show that, but he also wanted to show that show you that past and where you're coming from, Sankofa. Mm-hmm. Not knowing where you're going unless you know where you've been. Yeah, yeah, so true. You know, so many people come to New York City, um, and this is, of course, people around the world can hear this 
um, show. Um, and when they come to New York, they go to Broadway. Um, and a lot of people who are not here during, um, you know, the Ailey performances in New York think they have to wait until it comes to their town to get a taste of Ailey. But there's a beautiful home that you all have here on 55th and 9th Avenue. Tell us about this beautiful building. So proud of it. Right? So proud of it. Where you can so come and take classes. Absolutely. And, and you know, I know you're going to plug this and say it's five more weeks we have at City Center. Yeah. So do see us there. And right. then we go on the U.S. tour. Right. So do come and see us there. <laughs> but when you're in New York, yes. come to the largest dance building in the United It. I want to say in the United States. I think come it to, is. It yeah. isn't. Uh, come to, to, at one point we might have been. Okay. But still, it's 87,000 square feet. Yeah. You know, we just added another 10,000, which made it 87,000 square feet. And it's called the Joan Wilde Center for Dance, named after the woman that really, she and her husband really made it go forward. Because I had been saying, building, 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 until I was blue in the face. Yeah. With this great board of directors that I have. And then all of a sudden, it clicked. All of a sudden, after 30 so years, you know, it, it clicked. Yeah. And lo and behold, you can, there's so much going on in the building. Besides administration on the fourth floor for the first company, oh gosh, the education floor where mm -hmm. classes are taught. And you know, we have a BFA program with Fordham, mm -hmm. right? That's been going on for a while. Uh, second company, Ailey Two. First company, you know, yeah. the Ailey American Dance Theater. School, junior division, senior division. We take them as young as two. You know, we have diapers on the wall over here. <laughs> babies running around here. It's it's just, and people come here comfortably. They come they come to the Ailey School and feeling an embrace when you walk in. It's yeah. not like oh here we are. People don't stiffen up when they come to right. us. Let's put no. it that way. They they understand this is a big family. And that we embrace you when you come in. Plus, this building is not, it's all glass. There's a lot of light coming it's in from beautiful. everywhere, right? So you have administration, you got school on the second floor, you've got a, a 300 seat black box theater. Oh, I prayed for that. I worked for that. <laughs> um, and that people gave, whether it was a dollar or 50 cents or $10 million, people gave mm -hmm. to make sure this was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And that's love of what you're doing, that's love of understanding what. He was trying to do for us that we still sustain, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's wardrobe. It's everything. there's just everything in this building. It's you have to stop by when you're in New York and just and especially from Ailey Extension, take a class. I'm trying to decide. I'm going to ask you for which your help. Off which class to take. They, you know, what do you like to do? I, well, I took jazz and ballet right. and gymnastics right. and all that stuff growing up. You know, I used to go over to Spelman College in, in Atlanta, Georgia every Saturday and I took something. And then when Ailey would come to town, of course, my mom would take me to see Ailey. So right. I don't know what I should take. I have to think about it. I don't know if I should do a little hip hop. They have everything. Yeah, well, you well, can do West African. Too. I have a West husband African? that wants it. He, we just were talking about this this week and we were in and, and he was saying, we got to take a dance class. He <gasps> wants to take a dance class. So we might be there. You this might see good. us there with our three left feet trying I, that, to take a dance class. But that's the whole idea. It's open regardless of whether you think you can dance or you can't. We all can dance, but some of us don't have rhythm. Everyone but can dance anyway. if you play the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen the, you remember right. when Dave Chappelle said, everyone can dance if you play what they like, right? Everyone has their own style. 
Yeah. The quality yeah, varies. No, that's true. Yeah. Now, I should be very open to that because, <laughs> you know, I've seen people do all kinds I've of things. I've seen some strange but the, things. But the thing is, is that at ALE, ain't nobody looking at you and going like, what? Yeah. Right. You know, we don't do, you don't have time to do it because you're taking care of your business. Because you're looking at your own yourself. That's exactly you know? right. And that's the experience that he wanted everybody to have. You yeah. Know? So, Let's yeah. take a class, Jackie Reed. Let's do that, it. Let's do it. Let's Come do on. it. Come we can on. take our menses and go take in there. Take our menses and, and go in there and <laughs> shoop, shoop. Do it. <laughs> no, you We're going to be great. There's everything. You're going to want us to join the Alvin Ailey Dance Company. You'll see. Yeah, oh, sure. Now, Joanne, let's not. Let's <laughs> or not. not. Or not. No, or not. It's not overreach. Or overreach. <laughs> I went too far. We will just come and support we will by support. taking the class. By the please, way. please, because everybody yeah. else has. I mean, we've had we've had some celebrities come in like you two, and people don't even know they're there That's sometimes. The Beyonce came through. Oh. She she rehearsed she rehearsed, she rehearsed there. there Gaga yeah. rehearsed there. I can drop names all because they feel safe in the environment and nobody bothers them. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got beautiful studios. Oh, you know? it's it's so. incredible. It's I, I love that building. I used to live Thank right you. up the street from it. And I used to I, I used to come in there. I never took classes, but I'm going to now. Now you should. Yeah. Well, I'm I gonna think come of, and take I a think class. of how long the company's been around in that building we built finished building in two thousand and four. We opened it in two thousand and four. Mm. You know, and then added the extension last year. See, I haven't seen that, so that means I got to come back by soon. I know. Uh. I think we interviewed the head of the company before you guys moved when I was at the Griot. So we 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 Robert, got to you. you. Interviewed we interviewed Robert. Robert Battle when he first was named when we were at the Griot. And that's before the other building. 2000, 2010. No, before the extension. Before the extension yeah. of the building, because we were, he was talking about this new all right. the new construction. But it was two thousand and four. He took over. I retired 2000, the middle of 2010. He took over 11. Right? Yeah, it was in 2011. 11. Yeah. So we were in there. Oh, so yeah, that's were that in building. There. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so okay, but, we did see it early on. But the extension was just added this past okay, year. Okay, that's what's new. The extra, okay. The 10,000 square feet that, uh, oh, was Elaine Wynn. It's because I Elaine seem Wynn to recall thing. when we walked in, there was a very grand photo picture of you. Until Robert. <laughs> 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 that's what I remember about that's it. Is that Robert amazing too. picture of you? No, there, that was that was Alvin and myself yes. when you first came when in. When you first came in, now it's just Miss Ailey because we're celebrating him yeah. and Robert's yeah. over there. Like, well, I move that the you. Judith Jamison picture be put back up. It's awesome. <laughs> yes. It's a beautiful you. picture. Well, you know who who really surprised me and told me they had a photograph of me and it was their only artwork at one point. Who? Barack Obama. President Obama, because I met them before they were. She used to come to see us with the kids when they were little wow. in Chicago That's at amazing. the theater. And then when Oprah pulled us all together uh, and made her announcement, that look she how she's, was and back. then when Oprah pulled us all, you see no, when you're was, with somebody, she knows everybody. That's a bridge to now. She That's did that amazing. long time ago yeah. when she yeah. brought everybody together. Yeah, and we were all in awe of each other. It was yeah. wonderful. But that's when I, you know, ran into him again. That's what his run for president that's was amazing. about to come up. I well, love well, it. well, when they're here, they're going to be in New York more, apparently. Yes. Right. Once President, former President Obama is doing more stuff at Columbia. Yes. They can just be there all the time. And also the when he became president, first lady, the first performance for their date night. Remember they had date yes, night? Yes, that is exactly right. They it came was. to see us. Yes. It was at Alien. At, that's at, right. Uh, at uh, Kennedy Center, that's, that's which exactly we opened right. Kennedy Center. I don't that's know right. if you're aware of that. No. There is so much history. There's here. so much. You know, there's so many stories of how 
um, Alvin Ailey, uh, you know, the dance company has impacted people's lives. I'm mm -hmm. sure that so many people, whether it's you went to see it when you were a kid mm -hmm. or, you know, that, you know, the Obamas have a story. Beyonce has a story. Just everyday people have stories. Yeah. So many people, this company has touched their lives. Generations. Yes. It's generations. That's what's beautiful about yeah. it. Yeah. Because people will run up to me, especially when I'm feeling all full of myself. <laughs> and I think I'm, well, I'm walking down the street or something and I, somebody smiles at me like this. And, and I know they know. And I'm not because it. And then, did I go to school with you? <laughs> Are you the cousin of da 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 da? I put your feet right back down on and the put floor. It right back but down. then you come to a performance. There you are with your mom, yeah. right? Yeah. You see, just generation after generation. And also, we were talking about it earlier. People that never wanted to come and see dance. Yeah. Ever, they rather go to a hockey game or yeah. you know something, but yeah. not go to a. A dance performance, yeah. And then once you're in that door, we got you. Yep. Yeah, we got you. And then we leave you lifted. That's yeah, you know. And the repertory this season is amazing that we're taking around because it's all in homage mm. of of Alvin. Yeah, you know who Rennie Harris is? Mm -mm, I don't. Did you ever see a, a a a play long time ago? A musical play called Roman Jewels. No, you never heard of that? Okay, mm -hmm. I won't even go down that road. He is the first resident artist artist in residence. The first one, Robert really? named him. Okay. He is one of the most profound hip-hop artists I have ever worked with. I introduced him uh, into the company. Did he do Lazarus? He, he, Lazarus is the one. That's yeah. the one. And it's also a two-act ballet. Mm. You know, so it's the first time we've had a two-act uh, artist-in-residence ballet. One choreographer. So the first act will be the first. And it's all in tribute to how Mr. Ailey founded this company in the turmoil of the 60s, right? Yeah. 1958, and how things are similar. Today. Right? Today, So yeah. he draws that line. Yeah. And, and it's a magnificent ballet. It's a magnificent. And then there's Ron Brown. And he's also doing, you know, Ron, Ronald K. Brown's work? Mm -hmm. West Africa, mm -hmm. all up and down the coast. When people say West African dance, I kind of go like, mm, that's a big <laughs> coast, you know? <laughs> but specifically Ivory Coast, and he also mixes club with his, this man made a piece called, what was it called? The first one we did. Grace. Yes, Grace. Mm -hmm. And he's done a new one now in homage to Mr. Ailing. That's my little brother. Mm. All of them are like my little brothers. You they know? are. Because uh, I didn't think I was going to get to be 75, but hey. But here you are. And by thriving. the way, black don't crack. Can I just say that you look amazing? The lighting. You are so fly. No, it's not the lighting. No. It is you. It is you. It is all you. Well, Gorgeous. Judith Jemison, we could sit here and talk to you all day, but... We are running out of time, but yes. it is so lovely to have you here. We hope that you will come back, and we will let you know when we plan to come and take yes. classes. We will take please. classes. So you can, you know. See, I'm going to hold you there. I'm going to look at you right in your eyeballs. No, we're going to be there. Up, we're both bringing our, our hubsies, and yeah. we're just going to come and dance our we're little coming. hearts out. We're coming. That would be fabulous. Yes, yes, we are. Just don't laugh at us, Judith Jamison. No time to laugh. <laughs> Only time to laugh with you. With us. Yes. With us. Yes. Thank that. you so much Thank for being here. Thank you so it's much. It's always an honor to be with you. Thank you. Bye. See, nobody can see me shaking and go like, Thank you. <laughs> I'm delighted to be with you. Thank you so much. Thank you.
We yes. got to talk about The Walking Dead before oh, we go. Yes. Okay, so this was the mid-season finale. Oh, my the God. The show will be back in February. Yes. Oh, my God. The Whispers are here. The Whispers? Oh, my God. It was one of my favorite episodes Same. of The Walking Dead. It was great. Not when they dealt with Henry and the teenagers that were drinking and poking Annoying. around. Annoying. No, it was the fog looking for Eugene. It was everything. And the fact that Eugene was so... He went back to being scared. Which yes. Was more like what he really is like. It was so telling, though. Yes. Of how scary. Because he knew that that herd... Did you see the part when... Um, Dwight was like, okay, I'm going to get them. I'm going to get them. I'm going to get them. Yes. Get them. And they turned. They turned. They didn't come. They didn't come. They literally, he, they wouldn't follow. And, and they're literally like, don't let them get away. Yes. So it's like, okay, so first you thought the walkers are evolving. That's what I thought That's what first. I thought, yeah. right? That maybe they're evolving into like sentient beings that are even scarier. That are thinking. Then you realize and, right. they're not. They're being led by people. But see, I'm happy that the writers of The Walking Dead let that happen in this episode. Yes. That they let, um, um, I keep calling him Dwight, but that's not his name. Jesus. No, not the, the, the guy on the bike. What's his name? Oh, you're talking about, um, Daryl. Daryl. I'm Darryl. calling him Dwight. Daryl. Daryl. I'm glad that he was Dwight like, was something's the one who tormented Daryl. Right. Right. Um, but that he took the mask off and it was human skin and he realized that these are people right. amongst the walkers that it didn't take five, six episodes for them to, to be duped and, yeah. and all these things going on. Now they know what they're up against. They and, they're, and also it gives you a convergence with Fear of the Walking Dead where one of my characters, Nick, Ugh, was actually so living among the walkers. My favorite, who was living among the walkers. This is an evolution of his strategy, which was to cover yourself in blood and live like a walker. Actually. They're doing the next level. Well, what? see, because the walkers were a part, uh, I'm sorry, the whisperers were a part of the comic books. So we always knew this was coming. So yeah. what they did on Fear the Walking Dead was they took from that ah. and gave you a taste of that yes. in what Nick was doing. And if you remember on The Walking Dead, when Nick and the whole when they had to walk out of Alexandria yes. and they had to cover themselves. And, cover and remember Michonne, cool. when she first was out and about, well, she had the two, she didn't cover herself in, but but when they had to walk out from, you know, through Alexandria amongst all the walkers, they all covered themselves and in walkers' guts. how you met Michonne is that she used to walk to That's what dead I'm saying. people right. on, on, on basically on leashes. So she could walk so amongst she, them. So she could walk amongst the walkers. So now right. we're back to that sort of origin. These whispers are scared. When this dude ducked, when Jesus, who was doing the the Dan moves, by oh the way, he was Don Dada. I've never been in favor of Jesus. I love the Lord. I'm not talking, <laughs> not about, talking the Lord. about our Savior. I love our Lord and Jesus Christ. I'll save our Savior. Okay, stop. Don't do it. Don't tweet. I just me. don't like Jesus on the show. Right. I think he's just always giving too much away. But when Jesus was doing them Dan moves, I'm like, this dude is bad. Oh my God. And yeah. then when the guy ducked, I'm like, a walker ducked. When the walker ducked and then stabbed him, I was stabbed like, I mean, the way they set up that entire moment. I mean, first search, searching for Eugene, watching the walkers move in a strange kind of way, this herd. Then when they found Eugene and he was, he, you know, he was Petrified. hidden under the floorboards and he was terrified and he was trying to explain, but he didn't even know what he what was, was explaining. Mm -hmm. And then when those walkers were just coming and had them, it was one of the Amazing. best episodes ever. Ever. We got it before we go. I know we're running out of time. We're getting the hand signal. Can we talk about the blood red trees? Melanie and the blood Your red trees. Your first lady. Honey. Melania. 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 Be best. <laughs> Be best. Yeah, that was an interesting choice. What? So she They're got all cranberry, for it. like cranberry trees, right? Sort of blood red. Yes. Yeah. Like so the red wedding. Like the red wedding. Mm. What is that about? I don't know. She yeah. says to each his own. Yeah. She thinks it's beautiful. Okay. She thinks it's very unique. Okay. 
let's, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. What you going to do? Oh, can we talk about the flying pastor before we can go? Can we please from Mississippi? <laughs> Since speaking of Jesus. I wish I had had you on this podcast when you saw this from Mississippi. From that Mississippi. makes sense now. Yes, child. Yeah, I get it. He was creating the second coming of Jesus. If you have not seen this, do yourself <laughs> a favor and Google the flying can- uh, pastor because he's he enters the pulpit from the ceiling on some type of harness, and l- which he has then lowered. He comes across the ceiling of the uh, of the church and get stuck and, yeah and get stuck a little bit and then they turn him around <laughs> and he is lowered to right and the people pulpit. are laughing yeah laughing at the second coming oh Twitter this Mississippi Twitter honey. had fun look at Mississippi why Mississippi got to be like that I don't know and the sad thing about it is now with the election of you know Cindy Hyde Smith Mississippi has essentially become <sighs> the new Florida and Georgia when Miss when Florida and Georgia are the standard to which Mississippi has now sort of placed itself. Mm-hmm. That's that that's that says something. The American South is a it is a particular place. It's well, a thing. And my problem is we need to be focused. Instead of wait a minute. <coughs> uh oh, see that's from talking about Jesus. <coughs> when you talk about the pastor flying and getting stuck, you just offended I was the Lord. Say something about that pastor. You offended oh my the God. Lord. Wait. You offended the Lord. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> sorry, Jesus, instead of all the preparation that went into preparing to fly over, <laughs> he could have been getting out the boat <laughs> and registering, the organizing people to get to the polls. He should have Because I'm sure a lot of p- planning went into A that. lot of work and planning went into those cables to hoist him Wasted up into the air. time. They probably rehearsed, I don't know how many times. Now you got to get behind because I got to be <laughs> like the Lord. Higher. When higher. the Lord comes, he's not going to be halfway from the sea. He's going to be all the way. Damn it, I dropped my Bible. <laughs> Let's start over from the top. <laughs> Damn it, my shoe came off. Again, from the top. <laughs> I love the Lord. <laughs> I do too. We love the Lord. We do. I think that's it. I think we should stop. We should stop. Let's, so, yeah. Hmm. So, what are you going to do for you? Well, what I'm going to do for me is I just found out that I'm going to the Golden Globes again this year. How exciting! Did not go last year, but I have not been eating as if I'm going to the Golden Globes or mm-hmm. working out in a regimen like preparing for the Golden Globes. By now, I would have been, but we found out late. Yeah, we didn't think we were going. Mm-hmm. So now we're going January 6th, right around the corner. How exciting! I, I'm very excited, but I got to get it together. Get it together. I got to get red carpet ready. I'm with you in spirit. Thank you. Yeah, I'll be starving myself on your fake vegan diet because it's like you can't eat food. I eat all. I told you what I had for Thanksgiving. It was delicious. You have ribs you dropped on the floor. I didn't eat those. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am really excited. What are you going to do for you? Well, so Jonathan Capehart is going to be sitting in for me on on the show. So everyone who tunes into AM Joy, my buddy Jonathan Capehart will be sitting in on the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. So please support love. him. We love Jonathan so very much. And then when I come back, I will be bringing so many souvenirs. I have packed my bag for mm. South Africa okay. with a bag within a bag. So the inner bag, there's a whole nother like suitcase that's flat inside my suitcase, all for souvenirs. I so I'm bringing back everything, honey. What are you doing just to carry on? Because you know I, nope, how you fly. Nope, I, this, I don't normally do this, but I'm checking a bag under because I have a little bit too much clothes I'm packing. Thank God. Because I want to have ops. I'm going to check my bag under like I don't usually like to do, but I'm going to do it. I'm Thank believing you. on, you know, British Airways to get my bag there. Thank you. Don't lose my bag. <sighs> and then I'm going to have a carry-on plus this other bag in my bag. Okay. So when I come back, I'm going to have to check two bags because I'm bringing a whole bunch of souvenirs. Okay. Bring I'm me, very excited. Well, can you bring me one thing? What would you like? Oprah. 
And her large ass. We wanted to be our mom. The end. We do. Auntie Oprah. I. That sounds like a plan. I will bring back bring Oprah. Bring her back, please. Thank I'm bringing you. Oprah back. All right. She's going to be ours. Yes, she we is. We love her. We're going to keep we her love locked you, in Oprah. the basement. We love you. Love you. Put us in the wheel. Say Super Soul Sunday. We'll let you Super go. Super Soul <laughs> Sunday. It'll be like, what was the movie with Kathy Bates? <laughs> Misery. <laughs> Misery. No, no, Oprah, you can't leave. We do love you, but you still can't We're leave. not going to break anything. Nope, nope. Can't leave. We're not going to break any ankles, but you can't leave. Say Super Soul Sunday. <laughs> Say- <laughs>